Hello, welcome back to the Bibliophiles podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Holly. And we are going to give you our quick little March wrap-up of our favorite read and other notable March reads. Yes. As Um, well as... Current reads. We both read This Is My America by Kim Johnson, so that was one we thought we'd just talk a little bit about. And then Most Anticipated for April. And maybe our book of the month, because... I mean, why not? Who knows? All right, so my favorite book this month was The House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune. I, five star, five star for me. And I actually had a pretty good month. I had a couple of three stars and otherwise four or five stars, but that one probably is going to be a top of 2021 for me. And a lot of people had it as their number one for 2020. Yeah. There were a lot of people that said, this is a top, top book for me. And and it was, like, the the plot line is not super um, deep, but it, but can have deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. It's about more philosophical, kind of, yeah. But it, and it and it's there's a bit of magic in there, but not like I know that throws people off when they hear that word. I'm no, not talking no, but I and I don't mean Harry Potter magic. I don't mean like um like witchy magic, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. But it's a guy that's a caseworker, and his job is to go check on orphanages to make sure that they're they're running to code. Basically, they're taking care of their kids or doing everything. But no one, but but they're very nervous about the house in the Cerulean Sea because they've heard the kids there have magic capabilities and they're dangerous to the islanders. And so he is sent there, but but he befriends everybody there, and it's just such a great. Um, I don't know. It, it really, it stuck out as such just a great life reminder to you because of judgment and this, the whole, all these Islanders are afraid of these kids and don't know kids. They don't even know them, you know? Yeah. And so they're afraid of them and it's that prejudgment thing. And it's, it was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah it sounds, it sounds it. very applicable to, and it's like life right now. Right. And it sounds very much yeah. like, um, I don't know if any of you listeners have children who watch, Disney Channel, The Descendants, that movie. Oh, sure. So Descendants 3 was so politically, um, I, I want to say analogous, because it was totally, an, an, um, we're looking at completely an analogy to the world right now. Right. Like, we can't let these outsiders in. And that's kind of exactly We can't let the outsiders in at the, right. they didn't say the border, but at the, I can't remember what their term was, right. but it was basically the border and they're so evil. And then we find out the reason that the whole school was taken over by evil is one of their own. Uh-huh. Who's part right. of the Royals. I don't right. know. Fiona. But you have to see the descendant. This right. was the third one. But so anyway, I'm watching this with my daughter and I'm like, honey, this is, to today like like, this is what's going on right now in the world like do you Mm -hmm. understand they're making a statement about Mm -hmm. the world and i had to explain the southern border to her and so anyway if you haven't seen descendants get on disney channel and if you don't have disney plus (laughs) i guess this is my plug to get on disney plus not only for descendants three but for the new mighty ducks series are you kidding me oh Oh, my gosh i I can't even handle it that's crazy so okay but back my, the to, house in the australian sea was like that too i mean everything is like if if 
I mean, if you do any sort of reading and deep reading, yes. you are reading this going, this author is yes. brilliant. And brilliant the way he, they yep. portrayed this. Taking it's something perfect. super simple. Super simple where everybody can be like, oh, but then you can read into everything. Yes. Like so good. Yep. So that is my, that would be my pick for so all So that's of you your March. Read. That would be my March number one. Yep. Okay. So my March best read, and I had a few, but I'm going to say The Lost Apothecary by Sarah. I think it's Penner. Yep, it is. Okay. Um, I am a huge fan, and anyone who knows me knows this. I should have been born in the UK. I love London. I love everything about the monarchy. This has nothing to do with monarchy, but this goes back like London's history. And so you get to see not only London's history, but like a strong female protagonist who is kind of like, I am going to take control of my own life and kind of take life by the balls. And, and we like those. And we work. love any book. That and has I'm just going to run with it. Yep. And I loved it so much. I loved it so much. Strong female. And it's sitting, it's sitting on my nightstand. Oh, so I'm and you're going to love it. it. You're yeah. going to love it. It is so, yeah. it's so good. And that is, I mean, I mean, I also read other fabulous books. I read The Midnight Library, which was mm. so amazing. But I also can't stop thinking about The Lost Apothecary. How there, there was so much depth in that book, and I loved it. Yeah. So that would be my favorite March Perfect. read. Finley, my 10-year-old daughter, is going to quickly tell us her favorite March read. What was the best book you've read lately, honey? Um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the 30th. Oh, you love Diary of a Wimpy Kid. What are you reading right now? What are you, um, what's your current read? Because we're doing that next. So currently, is, what do you got? Who is Michelle Obama? Yes, oh, she is reading Who is Michelle Obama. No. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So, a plus plus. Yep, A++ for that. And that was not even purchased by her mom, by the way. She got it for her birthday. So, That's awesome. Um, you know, I feel like I need other people to give my daughter books because I buy them and she's like, Whatever, mom. Right. But someone else gets But man, her. somebody else buys her who is Michelle Obama, and all of a sudden it's worth reading. So, Pick her right up. yeah. So, that's cool. a 10 year old's book life right now. All right. Okay. So, we want to talk about. You can jump to This Is My America? Let's jump to This Is My America, okay. and then we can end with um, most, most Anticipated, anticipated and yeah. oh, Book of the Month or whatever. And what we're reading. Right. But let's do This Current Is Our America. Yeah. This Is My America. So, Holly read This Is My America, what, last month? Last month. Okay, yeah. and I just finished it about a week ago. And, you know, I've said this a few times on our podcast. Young adult reads are not my favorite. and I would 100% agree. And they're, not I, necessarily not, Holly's favorite. I, I enjoy them because you get through them fast, but I want the depth. And so to me, the young adult is always lacking. And, that. but the crazy thing is, is some, some young adult, you can get the depth. But you just right. never know. Like right. but this we one, both read Amelia Unabridged. Oh, five star. Uh, uh, like yes, five star. Young adult, young adult, five it. star. Yes. would like would reread it. Mm -hmm. It was so mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. Um. But then we've read other young adults who are like, oh, I mean, that was cute. But right. But this is my America five star for me. Like five because it's star and it's so similar. Like I kept thinking of Just Mercy. Yes. So if you read Just Mercy like that, you need to. 
Yep. You need to pick up This Is My America. Yeah. So, so, so This Is My America is, is very much a Just Mercy vibe mixed with like Dear Martin or um, I think it's Dear Justice, but I can't remember. Right. Or even The Hate You Get. Like any of hate those. Any of those. Yes. Andy Thomas books. Yep. yep. And so we get to see a 17-year-old's perspective. Her father was wrongfully accused, wrongfully indicted. Um, a murder. He's sent to death row. Yep. And he has like 200 and some days. And left. and she's been sending letters to this fictional nonprofit. And and I loved the author's note at the end where she kind of explained it. Like Innocence X is supposed to be um, a combination of the Equal Justice Initiative um, sponsored by or, or funded, funded, started by Brian right. Stevenson. Exactly. And then Innocence, the Innocence Project. So she's writing to this fictional nonprofit, begging them to take her dad's case on. And she makes a very good point. Like we do not have money to get a lawyer right. to dig into the evidence that has been hidden from my father's case. Right. Like we, right. we were given a court appointed defense lawyer right. who is up against the corrupt the- police and then they have the best of the best. And yeah. he couldn't, like, Mm-mm. they couldn't. And if you've ever listened to Serial or any of those other podcasts, it's very similar where you're given an attorney who is juggling 800 million other cases and yeah. she doesn't Because have... they work for the state yeah. or they work for, I mean, this is their job. But, and they're just given so many cases. That they just, they can't spend they, the time. They, they can't. They, they show they, up in they court. Do not give, they're not given the time. No, they show up in court, but they have not scoured the evidence right. where your prosecutors and your DAs have had time to do that. So Absolutely. anyway, so this was, she finally can get the attention of this innocence X, but other stuff's going on with her family and it was so good and it, it was, was so powerful. Yeah. And I, my 12 year old daughter, I left it for her and I'm like, you are reading this next yeah, kind of whether you want to or not, right. because you need to see what the world is like. And that's the beauty of the, the young adult is they're, they're made, they're written for, not us. I mean, no, they're really not, not. They're written about tough topics for kids yep. to help them understand and really see mm-hmm. what our world is like. But we're able to read it and relate to other things we've either read or seen mm-hmm. or heard about. And it's just, it really is powerful. It was very good. Yep. Very Five star good. recommend for sure. Yeah. And it was just, you know, it's one of those books you can't really stop thinking about. And even though you know it's fiction, you get emotionally invested. For sure. So that yeah. was definitely where I yeah. was. So let's talk about April. April. All right. So I. What did you get in your book of the month? First of all. Oh. Oh. Okay. So I. I we got we got them all the same. Yeah, I feel like, like we did get we you got, got one extra one. Liberty. No. Liberty. We got Liberty by by Caitlin Greenidge. And then I also... And that's historical fiction. That's historical fiction. And all it says on here is, okay, number one, historical fiction, knock it out. And you guys, not World War II historical yes, fiction. Yes, so which is we where like that. I'm... But here's what it says. Tired of everyone telling you how to live your life? Liberty's fight to shape her future in 1800s New York City mm-hmm. is for you. Done. Okay. We are all about strong women characters. And there we go. Um, we also added on Firekeeper's Daughter. Yes. Both of us. So excited. By Navajo. A Navajo yep. main character. Love it. 18-year-old. I, yeah. And I love, again, mm-hmm. different cultures. I mean, it's 
I love that. And then I added on um, Ashbourne, no, Legendborn, Legendborn, because again, that was a bookstagram mm-hmm. made me do it because it is everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. It looks really good. So I had to add that one, young adult. So I'm expecting. I mean, I don't know that. I don't know it's going to be. Who yeah. knows? But I did. Tracy Dion is the author of that one. So, but you would recognize it. You'd see the cover. Oh yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. That's all over the totally. Place. So, so there's our book of the month picks. And how about most anticipated for April? What do you got? Okay, so um, I'm going to give two different titles here because num- the first one, most anticipated read for me, is one I've had as my book of the month. I'm finally going to read The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to read it. I'm super excited to read it. It was my book of the month. I can't wait, but I just have been uh, busy. <laughs> do we want to say busy or do we want to say like bogged down? With... No time. Like no let's time. just say I read nine books this month. That's a low month for me. I've read eight, but I have a hundred pages left tonight and I, know. I might finish my ninth book tonight. You might get it tonight. Because it's really good. Yeah. But I mean, that's not typical. I mean, no. I know that's, yeah. whatever. It's fine. It's still a lot of books. So it is. Okay. It is. So that's right. my, that's the one I'm most excited to read of a book that I own. But the one you're My most, most excited book okay. that I'm so excited for it to come out. But you have to buy it. Right. Well, I'm going to have to buy it. I was really hoping it was going to be a book of the month. So it doesn't come out till April 6th right. is Northern Spy by Flynn Berry. And this is about, it gives me um, Nightingale vibes. So it's like two Ooh. sisters. So it's a historical political mm-hmm. issue with personal conflict. Um, these two sisters, one of them is kind of rumored to be part of the IRA because we're looking at Ireland and um, the other sisters kind of trying to figure out if this is true and kind of looking at where loyalties lie. And yeah, as soon as I read it, I was like, Ooh, I'm getting Nightingale vibes. And I was crossing all of my fingers and toes that it would be a book of the month choice. And it wasn't, but um, it comes out April 6th. So I plan on getting it because it looks really good. Okay, so again, this was a bookstagram maybe do it. So last month, Boozy, who's like our sip girl, yes. put on the challenge of don't – she's not going to buy a book. You're reading what you currently yep. own, which I did that all month. The only book I bought was Book Club. Yes, which we, I didn't said own that it, is, we said that was that's okay. okay. Well, now, this next month now for April, there's an April Archathon. And I go, Anna, let's do it. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I have too many books I, I know, read. I know, I know. But – we all have the net but galley Holly problem. Needs to. Holly but needs so to. But so do you. You have 500 times more net galley books I than I do. I'm going to so, read one. I'm so going to read one. I'm going to read here. one. April Archathon is that you only read, you know, ARC books that you've received mm-hmm. and that you're going to read. You're going to commit to these. So I currently am reading The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren. I'm not very far in like 20%. Yeah. So, but I'll get that one done soon because it's just so fast. But the one I'm looking the most forward to, my arc. So I put down six arcs to read for this next month, but I hopefully I'll read more because I'll just keep going. They're all on my Kindle. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's going to be like awesome. But I, Under the Whispering Door by TJ Kuhn, it is oh. the next book of, well, it's, I don't think it's like, it's not a series book, but it's the same author of The House in the Australian Sea. And I immediately was like, yes, I am picking that one. So that was the other one that I most definitely am excited to read. Okay. Do you so, have the Mary Shelley project on your Kindle? 
I don't know. I'm going to go. You're going to have to look. I'm okay. going to go look. I haven't requested like any books on that Kelly because I'm so far behind, but uh, it's a YA, it's a YA book. It looks mm -hmm. so good. And I'm so excited for the Mary Shelley project. So I'm probably going to end up buying that one too. Not even on book of the month, but I but need to read it. But do you have it on that Kelly? Did you ask for it? Um, no. Oh. I haven't been on NetGalley oh. in a long time. I'm really okay. trying to maybe just not go to NetGalley because... Right, I know. Um, the other one I'm excited for, though, you guys, is Golden Girl by Ellen oh, Hildebrand. Oh, I know. I love her. I did get that one, too. So I just, like, there's so many that I have just sitting there waiting for me. And so I need to, like, like who is Maude Dixon? I can just, there's oh, so many. I, I just got that one. I am yes. going to read that this month. I am going to read so that this month. So there's an arc for her. Yep, so I'm going to read it's that. hard, but I'm going to try to be faithful and just do arcs this month. So you should all follow us on Apple Podcasts, like us, rate us, review us, follow us on Instagram. Give us you know, topic suggestions. Good stuff. We would love Plus to. we want to know what, what books you're most looking forward to. Absolutely. And you know what? We're on Instagram as the Bibliophiles Bookstagram, and we would love to hear from you. So, yeah. so happy Easter. Yeah, happy Four Easter. Four-day weekend. I can't wait. Actually, I leave for Florida yeah, tomorrow, Holly, so you might Holly, be hearing from me from Florida. We might podcast while she's in Florida. Yeah. Maybe I'll fly to Florida. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Make sure you go follow us, like, and write and review. We would appreciate it. Have a good night. Happy Easter.